This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 18th of October. In your Squiz today, an investigation into Medicare rorts, drone attacks hit Ukraine's capital, former cabinet ministers take the stand, and 100 years of the BBC. This is your Squiz today. Claire, Australia's Health Minister Mark Butler has commissioned a review into the integrity of the Medicare system after a joint investigation by the Sydney Morning Herald, The Age and ABC TV's 7.30 program claims that billions of dollars are being rorted and wasted every year. And when you say billions of dollars, an expert says $8 billion a year is being wasted or fraudulently claimed, which is about a third of the program's budget. Uh, so to be clear, we're talking about the Medicare benefit schedule, which is that list of about 5,800 medical services that the federal government subsidises. So things like GP consultations, pathology tests, uh, chronic disease management, and many, many more items. And what this expert, Margaret Foe, says is that it's easy for doctors and other medical professionals to claim these subsidies without providing the service. And she cites things like billing for dead patients as one example. The Australian Medical Association, which is the Doctors' Professional Association, strongly denies the report. They say there's no way that amount of money could be fraudulently claimed without warning bells going off. But the Federal Health Department will prepare a report for Minister Butler diving into the claims made by Foe. Yes, the doctors' groups certainly say that it's not happening, but that report is going to happen. And one man who was mentioned quite a bit yesterday is Dr Tony Webber. Uh, He's a former head of the Medicare Watchdog, which is the Professional Services Review. And back in 2012, he estimated that the misuse of Medicare uh, to be at about $3 billion a year back then. Uh, And he said that when he raised it with the powers that be, uh, he was ignored. For the health department's part, they say they have a strong compliance program in place, including investigating tip-offs and algorithms to analyse claim patterns and trends, but we'll no doubt see what the official investigation turns up. Moving overseas, Claire, and Ukraine's capital, Kiev, has come under attack once again, but this time Russia is accused of using what are known as kamikaze drones to hit civilian buildings. Yeah, so as Kiev was waking up to Monday morning, uh, reports say that there were explosions near the city centre and the main train station, as well as residential buildings being hit. It's the second time that the capital has been hit uh, since a lot of activity at the start of the war. uh, And it's also the second time since the Crimea Bridge was targeted about 10 days ago. So uh, what the analysts say is that it's part of Russia's revenge for that. Uh, Also, of note is that use of kamikaze drones, uh, which unlike regular drones, self-destruct after striking their targets. What Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky says is that they're weapons that have been supplied to Russia by Iran. The drone attacks on civilian targets have put more pressure on the European Union to lead an investigation into alleged war crimes by Russia, and that's expected to be discussed at an important EU meeting next week. 
Coming home, Claire, and tens of thousands of Aussies have been forced out of their homes and shops have been stripped bare as widespread flooding in the eastern state continues to cause havoc. And we're not the only ones dealing with this crisis. Yeah, so it was good to hear that conditions eased in many areas yesterday, uh, but authorities warned that it could be short-lived with more wet weather set to hit every state and territory uh, except the Northern Territory and Western Australia later this week. Uh, Officials say that the situation in Victoria remains very serious and there could even be second flood peaks later this week if there is more rain. Uh, And Australia isn't the only country currently really getting smashed by floods. Uh, In Nigeria, at least 600 people have died and 1.2 million have been displaced in the worst flooding that they've seen in a decade. Local authorities in Nigeria say climate change is to blame and they expect heavy downpours to continue until November. So it seems nobody is getting any respite from the weather anytime soon. Back at home, Claire, former political staffer Bruce Lerman's trial for allegedly raping Brittany Higgins has entered its final week. And yesterday we saw West Australian Senators Linda Reynolds and Michaelia Cash give evidence ahead of closing arguments today. It's not every day that two former federal cabinet ministers give evidence in a criminal trial, so there was a lot of attention on that yesterday. They were there because Linda Reynolds was Bruce Lerman and Brittany Higgins' boss when the alleged assault took place in 2019 and Cash employed Higgins later on. Uh, Reynolds was particularly in the spotlight yesterday uh, and was accused by the prosecutor of trying to coach the defence when she got in touch about 10 text messages between Higgins and another staffer. Uh, Reynolds denied that and she also denied that her partner, uh, who has attended the hearings, uh, was there to gather information to brief her on what was going on in court. There would be legal concerns if that did happen. Uh, So there was a lot going on yesterday. Yes, they're also right into the detail of who knew what and when. As you say, the trial will continue today and reports say Higgins' partner David Shiraz will give evidence. Claire, like so many people, we rely a lot on the BBC to entertain and inform us on a daily basis. And today is extra special for the British broadcaster as it's celebrating its 100th anniversary. 100 years of broadcasting, it's a long time and an occasion to look back on where it came from and where it's going. Uh, The BBC was born from a rejection of wartime propaganda uh, and it was privately owned in those days as a radio news service, but it went into public hands in 1927 uh, when it became incorporated under a royal charter and its first regular TV service was in 1932, so not that long after that. Uh, That was also the same year that the World Service International Broadcast uh, came onto the airwaves and hasn't that been an icon for many, many decades after that? You'll no doubt, Siobhan, have your own take on the BBC, given your time there as a local, uh, but I love their police procedural shows and I can't really get past Faulty Towers either. Yeah, I love Faulty Towers. That is still a classic, like five decades later, and a lot of really great radio programs and podcasts that I listen to all the time as well. And of course, their news website is top notch. 
Speaking of great British drama, Claire, I know we're both massive fans of The Crown, and now I'm even more excited about the new series next month after one of the real-life characters revealed he's less than happy about how he will be portrayed. Yeah, and this is where we really have to remember that The Crown is a fictional account. It's not a documentary. It's not meant to be real life. But uh, now John Major, who's a former Prime Minister of the UK, uh, says that it's a barrel load of nonsense. There's an upcoming episode that depicts him of scheming with Charles, uh, now King Charles, of course, uh, to force his mother from the throne. Maybe John Major can comfort himself with the fact that he's being portrayed by Johnny Lee Miller. I mean, I don't want to be rude to John Major, but Angelina Jolie's ex-husband is a pretty flattering choice. So, yeah, One that you would put in the book if you had to choose the person to portray you in a movie or a TV show for sure. Yeah, 100%. Squiz the day, Claire, and this afternoon we will see the state funeral for Uncle Jack Charles in Melbourne. Yeah, of course, he was the very talented performer and artist and uh, community member who represented Indigenous people with distinction. That state memorial will start at 2pm Eastern time uh, and there will be plenty of eyes on that. Yes, there's no tickets left for the event at Hamer Hall, but you can still watch it remotely via the Victorian government's website. So I'll post a link to that in your episode notes. That's all from us today, but have a great day and we will chat to you again tomorrow.